Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey everybody, it's Catherine, and welcome back to the Sunday Soother. So since this was so nice for me last week, I'm doing it again. I'm recording my podcast while on a walk outside on a pretty lovely February Monday. And I have a short and sweet one for you today that has really been something I think is almost like the foundation of change for a lot of us, but it seems too incremental (laughs) to ever really consider. But the question I'm posing to you today is, how are you already the thing or the person you want to become? How do you already do the habits you want to call into your life more? How can you focus more on evidence that you already have the thing that you want? Um, And I'll share a couple of stories because I think often what blocks us from calling in change or manifestations or personal growth into our lives is seeing it as outside of us, um, external to us, kind of like over there in parlance, right? And so it's a goal outside of us or external to us that we keep changing. And today I want to invite you into the practice of cultivating the seed of it that's likely already there. And it may be more than a seed, but your brain is just choosing to not see it as such. So what are some examples of what I mean by this? Well, I'll share a personal story from me, and it's a little small and silly, but I like it. And then a personal story from a couple of clients and then some possible exercises that you could try. So this is my story. (laughs) Um, You guys all know I'm a pretty spiritual person. And one thing that spiritual people love to do is have altars. Um, You can have an ancestral altar. You can have a meditation altar. You can have a home altar. And, you know, on your altar, you might have stuff like representations of all of the elements, nature items, ancestral items, um, spiritual items, crystals, rocks, feathers, candles, photos, whatever. And, you know, as I grew into being more and more deeply spiritual, I kept putting pressure on myself to have like a big old altar, either in my office or at the center of my home. And it was going to be like the center of my spiritual practice. And not only should I have that kind of altar, I should have a separate ancestral altar. And I just kept never doing it. And I was like, oh, I'm always failing at creating altars. Shouldn't I be doing this? Shouldn't this, you know, come more naturally to me as a spiritual person? Everybody always talks about this. And then I looked around one day at my home (laughs) and I was like looking at one corner and there was a series of crystals and a candle and a little bud vase. And I looked at another shelf and there was a photo of my grandparents and sure, another crystal and a couple of other little items. I looked at our mantle, candlesticks, a couple of really uh, meaningful rocks that I found in Indiana um, some incense. Um, and I kept noticing over and over again, those were just these little altars all over my home. I was, I was already creating altars, <laughs> but 
that I had in my mind that they were supposed to look like this more, you know, quote unquote professional or bigger sort of way, like some more official altars, right? And I was ignoring the fact that I was already creating altars in my own way, right? Maybe a big and fancy altar just isn't in the books for me. Maybe it's just not something that makes sense for me. But I have so many little altars all over my home, bookshelves, um, just little shelves or windowsills, right? Those can all be altars. So that's an example of how I was thinking that I needed some, like, quote-unquote valid altar outside of me, and I kept chasing it and feeling pressure and, like, I needed to do it, when already I was already doing this practice all over the house in ways that were more natural to me. So the second story is from a client who is really interested in herbalism, and I think she's been chasing, as many of us are, sort of the concept of being, like, a professional at her job, a professional herbalist, some external validation, some external source was going to come down and anoint her an herbalist. And so she felt a ton of imposter syndrome about wanting to claim this because she didn't have necessarily the training or certification that she'd taken many courses. And in something like herbalism, especially if you're going to be like a medical herbalist, you do need appropriate training. So that's important to do too. But we were talking and one day she's like, I just looked around. She's like, I'm making tea blends for my coworkers. I'm selling fire cider to my neighbors. <laughs> She's like, I'm already like being an herbalist, right? There's some maybe certifications or other training that I want to get, but I'm already doing this thing that I had deemed so outside of me. It's just that the ways in which I was already doing it, for whatever reason, my brain didn't count as valid enough. And so I thought that was such a good example of this concept, right? She's already doing <laughs> the things. She's already becoming. She already is the person in many ways that she wants to be or become, but it's not external to her. It's already a garden that she's been growing and cultivating. It's just that, you know, nobody came down from on high and said, you are now an herbalist. <laughs> and so she was feeling some, some imposter syndrome and some insecurity about that. But when she noticed the ways in which she was already doing all of these practices, it was all around her, right? And then finally, I had a client who really struggled with um, feeling safe. And there were a lot of good reasons for this. Um, she had had some trauma in her upbringing um, and just, you know, other personal things that made safety feel like not really an achievable goal for her. So my assignment to her was instead of like chasing safety as this outside concept that she would never truly be able to achieve, I asked her every day to write down five pieces of evidence that she was safe. And these were super basic. Like she took the bus to work. It got her there safely. She turned on the faucet to her water. Water came out. She was safe because she had water. Um, she had enough food in her fridge for, you know, dinner that night or whatever, right? So examples of safety were all around her. And she had to do this practice of teaching her brain to find where they already were instead of claiming safety as this thing, instead of thinking of safety as this thing that was outside of her that she had to continue to chase after. Um, I just walked past this beautiful bamboo stalk and it, the wind just bent it so it kind of almost passed and brushed me as I walked past. So I always think when trees do, are doing that, trees or plants, they're saying, it's their way of saying hello. So this is what I want to offer for you today is where can 
you find evidence of who you're already becoming or how you already want to be. How is it already working? How are you already that person, right? And this exercise will probably stretch your brain in some significant ways because your brain is so hyper-focused on all the ways in which you're not (laughs) that person or not doing that thing. But when we retrain our brain to focus on how we already are or how we're already practicing those habits or, you know, other efforts, then we really do start to see it all over the place too, right? And that's something we have to acknowledge is that our brain is trained to see the opposite, right? It's trained to be critical. It's trained to see how something is not happening. It's got a scarcity (laughs) mindset embedded into it too. So we have to call on our conscious and higher self to say, no, I'm going to choose you know, to see otherwise. I'm going to look for evidence everywhere of this thing that you, my brain, do not believe, but I know in my higher self that I can cultivate, right? And when you choose to focus your intention on all the ways, you know, the thing is happening for you, for example, say you're single and you really want to be in a romantic relationship, so you don't think you have love in your life. But when you focus on, you know, your friendships or (laughs) the bamboo stalk um, tapping you on the shoulder on your walk, right? You start to kind of cultivate a garden of love. We're planting the seeds and then cultivating the things that we want to see more of in our life. And in some ways, we just have to give ourselves that self-permission too. And so part of the work is in acknowledging where are you already doing this thing? In a culture that relies so much on hierarchy and, you know, patriarchal, you know, from on high, you know, like certifications and like, you are this thing only if I deem you are this thing. It's really radical in our own way to say like, I am already the person I want to become, right? Or I am already practicing the desires that I want to have in my life. I already have this thing that I have previously deemed outside of me and that I have to chase after. It's actually already inside of me, right? So that's what I want to leave you with this Monday is a little mini pep talk on cultivating and noticing evidence of things that you feel are outside of you or that you don't have and start to notice where you already are them or how you already do have them. So I hope that's useful and a little boost of self-care for this week ahead. I'm sending you all my love and I'll talk to you later. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.